just had well, we had a little boy a couple of years old so it was it was a big take on but um yeah I, I could see it growing and growing and i just thought right now is the time of time to make the jump so yeah man made the jump uh 2019 um started it full time just online had an office in town and kind of just was running about mental um and then uh covid hit and at that point we were just like what will we do and i that the, the with shop in Great Western Road that we've got uh, was lying empty, so I was like, I'm going to open a shop. Hi folks, thanks for listening to our Brothers in Arms podcast. The reason we do the podcast is to normalise the conversation around men's mental health. We have fantastic resources on our website, brothersinarmsscotland.co.uk, which you can access or point any man in need towards. These include our online platform, MenGage, our Brothers in Arms Thrive app, where you can access our free therapy services and much, much more. If what we've talked about on the podcast today has resonated with you and you've enjoyed listening, please follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and remember to share with friends and on social media. Thanks for listening. Well, hello folks. Uh, It's Gary Goldie here with another episode of the Brothers in Arms podcast. Today in the studio, um, we have somebody who's become a friend, Gerard McKenzie Govan, and um, he owns The Blank Faces, which many of you will have seen and heard about. They do a lot of great work, which I'll allow him to explain about as we go. But, G, welcome on. Hiya, how you doing? All right. (laughs) (laughs) All good. good, All of a sudden, we've we've gone back three steps and you're like, hello, how are you, mister? Nice to meet (laughs) you. That's all good, mate. That's all good. We'll relax into it. But uh, yeah, man, um, you've been on it with the Blank Faces for how long now, man? So we we started in 2018 and I started it as a part-time thing, still working full-time. And then, what, the end of mid-2019, kind of I started doing it full-time. So left my job, um, just had, well, had a little boy a couple of years old. So it was was a big take on, but... um, yeah, I, I could see it growing and growing, and I just thought, right, now is the time of time to make the jump. So, yeah, man, made the jump, uh, 2019. Um, started doing it full time, just online. Had an office in town, and kind of just was running about mental. Um, and then, uh, COVID hit, and at that point, we were just like, what will we do? And I that the with shop in Great Western Road that we've got uh, was lying empty, so I was like, I'm going to open a shop. It was just like you're mental. Like, what are you doing? You're opening a shop in the middle of a <laughs> pandemic. And I was like, yeah. it's fine. And one of the girls that worked for us at the time, she, um, her mum was a, a lawyer and her dad, and they got the contract for us, made an amazing contract. So we just took took the shop on. She said, what's the opening day? I think people were so hemmed in and stuck in the house that they were just like, something opening. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was mobbed. And it's been it's been decent since then. Obviously, with a, a few big lockdowns where we couldn't open the shop and mm-hmm. stuff. But... Again, that was a tough one for us because we're obviously, as you know, like we're a, a drop-in center for homeless people to pick up sleeping bags and toiletries and all that. But that wasn't known as a necessity, you know what I mean, by the government. It was like, oh no, but you're a shop. And I'm like, I but people can people rely on us to open. Um, so it was like, no, no, IKEA can open because they sell pillows, but you can't open. And I was just like, cool. So uh, they made a they made a, a thing that you can only open takeaways could open, but restaurants couldn't open. There was that whole thing. So we opened as a clothing takeaway, uh, and I was just like, "No breaking rules." She never said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, yeah." So we opened as a, a clothing, as a kind of takeaway with a big pizza on the window, and it said, 
Blank Faces takeaway and people were ordering online and coming picking up at the door and it was a good buzz and it still helped us help the, the guys in the streets with their sleeping bags and our toiletries and all that. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, because I mean for us we didn't get, <coughs> sorry, we didn't get breaks and like rent or anything like that so it was just, you still had to keep paying these things mm -hmm. although you were shut so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, um, uh, that's, that's the slog so yeah, far. Yeah, man. Wow. So again, like the Blank Faces, um, you're a social enterprise yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and you work closely with homeless people in and around Glasgow, kind of specifically, more specifically, kind of west of Glasgow, west west end. I mean, um, in, in all people honesty, probably come from far and wide, do they? Yeah, we, we, we kind of run classes within different shelters. So we do the Marie Trust, which is down in Merchant City. We used to do the um, another one, which is down at the Barras. We um, we work with City Mission, which is in the city centre. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We kind of ran classes within these shelters. Um, and it was just about kind of for us, for me at the start, it wasn't like the blank face is never about making money and throwing money at homelessness because there's enough charities, there's enough social enterprises out there that do all this kind of thing. And you wonder where all the money goes every year because the homelessness has grown on a daily basis. Yeah, and it's indeed, like, well, man. well, where's it going? So for us, I was like, well, let's try to tackle homelessness and, and, and just poverty in a different way. And let's try to change people's mindsets on it. So. So it's about kind of, in a way, re-educating people on, on the reasons that people are homeless. So all the designs are, you know, are done by people that are homeless or have been homeless and kind of tells their struggles or their journey of how they became homeless. Um, and like some of the stories you hear, you know, you, you, you go away and it just absolutely breaks you because it's just like, most of them you, you find that it stems from people's childhoods, what's happened to them as a child. And they've just grown up with that and they've just been at a point where they can't take it or they don't have the people around them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and a lot of people out there will think homeless people, it's, you know, it's or they're, they're, they're addicts or they're this or they're that. And you're like, mental health is massive within homelessness. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. and yeah. these people, like, obviously, as you know as well, I struggled massively with my mental health last year. And I had people around me to help me, but I felt so alone during it. Whereas these people have nobody. Yeah, and they yeah. are struggling, and you're just like, where, mm -hmm. where do you turn to? Like yeah. one guy that we're working with at the moment, I'll not say his name or anything, but he, um, he came to me one day, like, and and said to me, he was like struggling, struggling, and you know, homeless, and it was at it was at the end, and uh, couldn't get couldn't get a counselor for love nor money, you know, the, the the council wouldn't give him someone to talk to and all that kind of stuff, and I got him, you know, I got him and um, and with brother arms up and all that kind of stuff, and and went from there but I phoned the counsellor that I use um, and I said look this guy's like needs someone now she's like yeah I can take him on today and I'm just like it's mad how you've got money mm -hmm. they'll, they'll help you but yeah. the minute yeah. you don't have money it's like a seven seven mm -hmm. or eight months he was waiting to see someone and yeah. I'm just like he didn't know about brothers and arms until I told him about it but mm -hmm. you know it's just that way like mad that you, you have to sit for seven or eight months and like knowing how I felt after a week, two weeks, it felt like seven or eight months. So mm -hmm. the fact they had to then wait, I can understand why he got to the point where he was at. It was, yeah. 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 And, you know, we got my counsellor, we paid for it. County started using our our shop to do his counselling sessions and all that. But it was just, um, and the difference in him now is amazing. So it's just, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's mental how it's, it's, yeah. it's seen as a kind of, not a priority, I would guess. You know what I mean? Like, come in my broken leg, be seen straight away. Um, and I kind of tried when I was when I was going through it, and I was talking to my little boy about it, like, and he, like, kids, I think as well, don't really get educated enough about it. You know, it's just like, 
it's you know you have to explain to them it's like well when if i broke my arm it's like that but it's in my head and he was like right okay and it's just like well that's that's mm -hmm. what it is it's not it's not visual but mm -hmm. it's still it's yeah. still really really hard so huge man yeah yeah, yeah. man as there's a lot popping as you as you speak but it is it's it, it, it's it's a really simple way to put it and we, we we do repeat ourselves and that's absolutely fine you know repetition is good because people then recognize shit these things keep keep coming up and so they're relevant yeah. you know but uh, it is you know like where is the where is the care uh or or you know i don't like to necessarily use the this sort of first aid uh, term you know because um because of the whole mental health first aid thing and all that and whatever but anyway it's why, why don't we have a better treatment solution yeah, yeah. for for all of those out there that need it and uh you know the, the demographic of who deserves help and who doesn't deserve help is it is is far too wide you know it's it's, it's, yeah. it's just terrible and it's and this you know you and I chatted yesterday. We've chat. We chat probably most weeks, I guess. But yesterday, our chat really centered around, um, like trying to get people or trying to just get people to be fucking nice to yeah. other people. Yeah. Right? Dicks, yeah. They are. Th th this is a person. Yep. Right. It's not a fucking white, black, homeless, rich, whatever. It's a yep. person. Understand? These are people yep. yeah yeah and if you can't bring yourself if you can't bring yourself to will good upon other people yeah fucking do something yep. do something about it yeah be aware of it like I, I was walking with somebody yesterday who um is an amazing person but you know it's very heavy for that person in their job and the, the people that they have to, to deal with because sometimes they're getting people right on the edge. And yeah, yeah. how do you just go home from work after that when somebody's divulged to you um, that really they're at the end and yep. you'd go, all right, okay, well, that's five o'clock now, I'm oh, away. You, like, you, yeah, just, yeah. Just, you just can't, yeah. you know? Um, or, or knowing that a person's going back to an abusive relationship or yeah. an abusive household, how do you just go home and be like, oh yeah, no, I'm yep. just going to have a wee, my dinner or whatever. But um, when I explained, you know, a situation um, that happened with you in the shop and I explained to him, I was like, you know, so Gerard's like out there, he's trying to help homeless folk. He's you know, really spreading the mental health message. He's doing, but yet there's a bit of litter out the back and the neighbor just thinks, that's all your fault. You're fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, let's yeah, bypass yeah, yeah. all the fucking good that you're trying to do yeah, yeah. and let's look at a tiny minuscule thing yeah. that's happened that I cannot prove was you well, and just put it I on you. I can guarantee 100% it wasn't us. Like, um, you know, but it's like, come yeah. on, man. But come I, on. Again, you know, it's that whole, I suppose that mentality of kind of the middle and upper class. It's like, oh, but they're homeless. So it must have been you. It must they have must, cause, cause you, you, must you, be. you talk to homeless people. So it must be you doing it. And I'm like, my God, look, that's what we're trying to get. We're trying to get people to think differently about things mm -hmm. and see people as people. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's it's tough like when we say to people we're there to kind of re-educate people people don't want to be re-educated they're like i know what i know do you know what i mean like that's it i think that comes it comes into a big it really does come into the the, the core beliefs and the and the 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 identity that a person's created for themselves that doesn't allow for anything outside yeah you know and 
hey, look, man, you do know a lot better than me. There's plenty of chancers out there yep. who are outside waitros, who are outside the shops, and, you know, oh, I just need 20 to get in the, you know, the, the, the guest house or whatever. Aye, all right, you know, I've watched, you know, chancers getting lots and lots and lots, but that you should that doesn't mean you just switch off and go i every single person is that no, you know i mean nobody as well as that like i know that like that that's a big thing that we we spoke to a customer about once and they were saying about the obviously different nationalities out begging and stuff like that and they were like do you know that these people and i'm like yeah but it's pretty much human trafficking a lot of these people because they're getting made to go and do that on the streets and another thing like you've got you know you've got people fleeing poverty and or not fleeing poverty Clean everything else in all these other countries and coming over here and but these people are doctors or you know surgeons lawyers all this kind of stuff and they're then to come over to this country and then to be told right you you've got 11 what 70 pound 100 pound a week and Indeed. you've went you've went from a lifestyle of having your mercedes or your whatever do you know what i mean your big house and all that to getting bombed and then coming over here or whatever's happening in your country to then come over here and be told that and be putting up in a wee a wee flat with the rest of your family and you're not allowed to work like mm -hmm. you're not allowed to work yeah. and you're like well how can, I, how can i make more money right mm. yeah, i can go and beg in the street yeah. and that's yeah. that's that's going from somebody that was you know a professional educated person to mm. then coming and having to do that and mm. then people don't see that as that they think oh but they're getting taken care of and you're like no but it's it's a different life. It's a different level yeah. of life. Now, the, do you know what I mean? The, the 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 very very wrong belief that people rock over here and they've got everything put on their lap. Yeah, it just does not exist. No, and I, and I feel my eyes just glaze over when I start to hear this story. Aye, but do you know, as soon as they arrive, they've got this, they've got that, they've got like no, they're not living a comfortable, easy yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. They're living horrendous conditions yeah, yeah, yeah. uh having having fleed yeah. from horrendous conditions yeah. you know um these people are you know this this fantasy that um they are parking their merc around the corner and sitting on the street it i'm no, sorry but it, no. i've seen no evidence no. and i don't know if you it's saw actually true refugee put a, a thing up the other day about a woman who was a refugee obviously come over to this country and it was on friday and she didn't get any help when she came over here and she had to sleep in McDonald's doorway. Refugee worked a full weekend right mm -hmm. into late Monday night to get her house. And she's just like, what's going on with this country? And you're just mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's got to a point where you're just like, can't like people, they, you're not, you're not a refugee because you're fleeing, you know, you're not fleeing Disney World. You're, you're, yeah. you're fleeing something. You're coming over here because you're like, well, I can actually just get a bit of help, even if it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, she had to sleep in the doorway of McDonald's with a six-year-old child and you've got kids, I've got kids and it's like, <sighs> You know, you're just when you when I heard that, I was like, that is just there's there's it, there's still a lot of work got, to be done, man. Tons isn't of there? work to be done, yeah, there's man. A lot, yeah. man. There's a lot to be done. Um, it is. It's just, yeah. It we we were talking about the idea that everybody's just going on to their own little hill and trying to just hold it protect it get a stay maybe you know yeah. and it's a terrible scottish way to live though, man it's it? a like scottish mentality people don't like seeing other people getting on they just go well that 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 me. was definitely a, a an issue that i tackled the last couple of weeks was at the fundamental of this situation that i had i believe it is it, it, it's it's that it's yeah wait a minute 
he's getting a bit above his station. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. to see that. I've got the power to try and pull that down a bit, yeah. and that's what I, I will exercise that yeah, power. Yeah, yeah. And then, so then I have to go around the avenues. I'm speaking in riddles here because I, I don't want anything to be identified, but, you know, um, like, I, I, I had to, you know, really be creative about getting a solution to a problem that should never have been a problem in no, the first place no, because, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm doing what I'm doing to earn a living for yep. my family and for somebody else to to try to affect that in a negative way just yeah. makes me furious. Yeah. I you get, know, and I get it, it really yeah. does. You know, yeah. because it has no effect on that person. Absolutely no effect. On, the, on that person's income, no. wage, whatever. Um, it's just but they stamp, think they can try to, try to stamp affect their authority me. a little bit. And, it's yeah, it's just, oh, it's just it. such, a, like, yeah. such a nonsense, man. You know, but as I say, you know, like we we, we, we find a way to work it out, and and, and that's that, that's kind of that. But, yeah. You know, um, let's just take change tack a wee bit, and uh, you know, I am very much appreciative of you, and your talking about being an active user and having had uh having felt yep. like the brothers in arms app really really helped you yeah yeah we know that it's an important part of the brothers in arms app for it to be anonymous and people to get help anonymously yep. but you and i chatted um you know somewhat last year when you reached out and said look gary i really feel like i need to get onto the app because i really you know i'm feeling yep. pretty low at the moment you know just delve into that a wee bit for us if you yeah, if man, okay just, yeah i mean for me it was just uh it just like i don't know like i've never been ever troubled my, with my mental health or anything and i've always just thought oh you know i think having like a, a, my family are quite old than older than me so i've got my brother and my dad you know ayrshire just proper you know roll your sleeves up and go on mate kind of thing and just uh, like last it just was too things got too much for me and i just couldn't take it anymore i just i got to a point where it was like waves of emotion just i felt like i was drowning on a day-to-day -day basis or an hour to hour basis um and i reached out to like some of my pals and like they were like all oh, right okay cool and i'm like yeah and i joined i actually joined a, a men's mental health group in london who I, I knew the guy that owned it and he was like you know we've got a whatsapp group we all sit we chat uh, I was like, right, cool. I was like, maybe that's good that I start speaking about it because I was very open about it. I mean, I, I lost something like four stone in a month and I just, up here just, I just was horrendous um, and joined this group and I was like, hi, Bob, my name's Gerald. You know, this is what, this is what's going on with me now. I'm really struggling and I got a chin up, mate. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that was it. And I was just like, nothing else, silence. And I was like, right, out that group. And then I think that's when I reached wow. out to you, man. And I was yeah. like, because I knew this guy and we'd, we'd done a lot of work and stuff in the past. And I was like, good, I'll reach out to him because I know him. Ah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, yeah, it was mad chin up, mate. And I'm just like, right, cool. That's that's me. I've got to chin up. Just suck up. Just like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's man. me. I'm fine now. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so, was yeah so that was That was meant. And then I reached out to you and then just doing the exercises from the app and then got a counsellor and just, so you yeah. just that, that counsellor weekly, like just talking to someone. Mm -hmm. Um. And I still, I don't, I don't use the counsellors from you guys anymore. I just mm -hmm. use my own counsellor because I know that that's like, awesome, man. It's, it's few, and, but every week on talk to a counsellor because I just feel mm -hmm. like yep. just you need to own it first. Like sure. if you're struggling, you don't, don't, don't hide away from it because you know what? I, I suppose I, I kind of plastered over it to start with. And then it was like, 
just got more and more and more until a breaking point. And then I just was like, you know, I was getting in and sitting, my little boy trying to put him down at night, just breaking my heart. And he, he doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm just like, he's like, why are you crying? I'm like, I don't know. I just, just yeah, feel dead yeah. sad. I feel alone. And mm -hmm. I've got everyone there around me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And you know what I mean? And then like, yeah, it's, it's, I suppose it's tough. And then being this whole, I think it's a, it's a Scottish thing as well. Do you know what I mean? Where as, as men were kind of, you know, don't show your feelings, don't do this, There's don't do that. There's a lot that's intergenerational, man, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, uh, yeah, this, again, you know, you are you are a part of the, you know, the shining light of Brothers in Arms in terms of being able to share, you know, your journey. What's important to me in terms of what Brothers in Arms gets to put out is that that's exactly what we want to be. We yeah. want to be the low hurdle, yeah that somebody who's struggling can get over yeah, yeah in terms of going right i need to get help but i'm not at the point i can phone a counselor book a counselor yeah, yeah. i'm not at a point where i can go to a waiting room and sit in and wait and actually physically turn up yep. but i could maybe go on my phone and speak to a counselor yeah. via message mm -hmm. and then as i begin to feel improvement or i feel a bit more confident about talk i can then take that next step that's that is exactly that's the perfect example of what i think um brothers in arms wants to be yeah you know is that low hurdle that men can get over that then open the floodgates to accepting help and accepting you can't just fucking do it all no you know i sat last night and watched um louis through interview stormzy watched it the other night yeah, yeah you know man and you just sit and i'm going to recommend that and i'm going to get it out on the brothers in arms page yeah, yeah, yeah. because look at stormzy man the the you know one of the most toughest cool yeah, hard yeah. successful you know guys and he's like i've been lost i've yeah. absolutely been lost yeah. at different times because of different things and yeah, yeah. this is the understanding that you know, we, we, it go, things go in waves. Yeah. You know, we've had enough guests and now who've gone, do you know what? I was in a really good place for a long time and then I dropped off a cliff a wee yep, bit. Yep. And um, that's that's life. That's yeah. the way things happen. Um, but yeah, you know, if again, you know, like if, if, if the biggest, fittest guy who's had a, you know, rough, tough upbringing can, yeah. can sit there and say, I've had to have help. I've had to reach out. I've felt in dark place based on all of this, yeah, yeah. you know, um, then, then we all have to, yeah. we all have to, where I feel like it relates to you that, that Stormzy. And as I say, everybody go and watch Louis through interviews <laughs> Stormzy. Well, of course that that's the, the kind of main part, but the, the, it's the part about being seen as the do everything person. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. it's that, well, you know, Gerard's leading this and he's helping those guys and he's helping them. Yeah. So, you know, he must be bulletproof himself. Well, yeah. no, we're not. No. And I always want to make that a really, a really clear point. Yeah. You know, because Brothers in Arms does a podcast, because it happens to be my voice that does the podcast, that doesn't mean that I'm not a bit fucked and yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes very fucked at times. Yeah, you know, yeah. we are not the bulletproof guys. No. we are here to say everybody needs to reach out and get some help yeah. you know and don't try and fool yourself into thinking that you're the i'm okay and i'll always be okay and whatever because eventually it will come out yeah. i feel myself getting to that point a wee bit you know 
um, yep. just now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've been a bit here. You know, I'm, anybody who's known me for five minutes knows that I do do a lot of stuff, and because I do a lot of stuff, I'm a bit sometimes all over the place here, there, every blah, blah blah. And I'm getting to one of those points where I'm like, fuck, I really need to retract a wee bit just now, yep. and do some stuff for me and prioritize the things that are most important yeah. before that starts to become a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really uh apparent to me last night. I was so I worked until six o'clock. I had half an hour to get home. Then I had a Zoom for this committee that I'm on. I had an hour on that. That was from half six to half seven. I then came downstairs. The kids had been showered, the kids had been uh put in their pajamas, and my auto thought was, Do you mind just doing bedtime so that I can watch the Rangers game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just looked at Lee, my wife, and I was like, fuck, what am I doing, man? Yeah. What am I doing? Like, I'm literally about to let my wife put the kids to bed on her own so I can watch Rangers getting pumped. Yeah. Where are my fucking priorities? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are my priorities? So very quickly, I was like, do you know what? No, it's fine. I'll get Theo. I'll put Theo to bed. You do, Isla. All good. Fine. Um, And it's like... What, what, why, why was I on that stupid auto of giving, 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 and yeah. then being selfish? Yeah, when it comes when to family. my wife's yeah, just yeah, yeah. fucking showered the kids, giving them dinner, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, by the way, just do bed as well so that I can watch Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fucking joke. Like, you know? that's, that's so, it was, it so I, I was, I was, I was somewhat glad to catch myself and go, do you know what? I'm going to put Theo to bed, lie down, feel whatever. As it turned out, Theo wasn't for going down, but that's, that's a different, yeah, yeah, different yeah. thing. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, you know, I I, I got that, got a wee jolt of like, fuck's sake, priorities, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah. You know, like my wife's amazing. She gives me so much leeway. But yeah. within that leeway, I go, fucking hell, man. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, Stop. so I know I'm coming to a point. I, I, you know, I'm there. I'm, get, I'm there. I'm on the edge of it where I need to go, right, and he contract all these yep. fancy Nancy nonsense things, not nonsense things, all these things that are taking up my time. Yeah. I need to retract that, prioritize, reprioritize, yep. you know, um, everybody, everybody um, is being hit financially yeah, right yeah. now. And I've been fortunate, we've been fortunate enough to be in a position where we kind of get to spend money without thinking about it too much. But for the first time, you know, in, a, in quite a long time, I sat down and went, right, look, what are we doing? Where's all our money going? Yeah. What have we got? How much is coming in here? How much is coming in there? How much is going out? And when we all write, when we write it all down, we go, geez, there's no reason that we should have to yeah. watch our pennies. But when you go out and you, like over a weekend, you know, if you're out with the family and then you have a few beers with your mates and you have a meal and you get a takeaway, this is 200 quid a weekend yeah, easy yeah, absolutely and then you go well that's four weekends a month that's that's 800 quid there or more you know if you've got a big night out yeah, and whatever yeah. and you go ah right so that's where like 1200 quid's going and so there's that sort of financial thing that we've had a bit of chat about and again it's like get a hold of it before it gets away from you yeah you know um yeah. so that was me saying just because I'm here and I'm going whatever, it's like we have those peaks and troughs. Absolutely. Don't yeah. think you fucking have it sorted. No. Because 
it'll come back around yeah. and bite you on the ass. I think for me as well, I just buried myself in work. Like I just was like, right, get on it. Like we opened a second shop and we kind of galleries and just took on so much, took on staff, probably didn't make great decisions with, with some of them um, and was just kind of like, you know, believed, I suppose I believed the bullshit and I was like, right, cool, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. And I forgot, like, not I forgot about my family, but I just, you know, you know, it was like work was first, work came first and it was like day off and it was like, right, how's the shop doing? How's this? How's that? And I'm like, and then obviously after everything that happened, I was like, fuck that, like priorities, man. You've got two little boys that absolutely like, you know, they're just, they're just young uh, and you need to, you need to be in their life as much. Cause like when I was growing up, my dad, um, he lived in Africa, uh, he ran sawmills in Africa. So when I was young, young, I didn't get to see him much. And then he obviously moved back over here. But um, but yeah, I'm just like, no, I can't have that with my kids, man. I want like I want to be there for them in every single way possible. Yeah, so yeah. um yeah, so it's it, it was that I suppose that what happened to me, it wasn't it was never a good thing, but it was um it was a wake up call for me to be like, look, your work's your work, man. Your shop will if it survives, it survives. At the end of the day, it's work. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, you, know, you being there and try to push through every single day isn't doing anything. You need to yeah. spend more time with your kids and, you know, and just and, and invest in your family. So, um, so that for me was a, was a, was a, a wake up call and it was great. So, um, yeah, so I spend more time with them now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been fortunate to have clients who have been, you know, in various degrees of successful in their life. Yeah. Uh, but what I've benefited most from is those guys reminding me or telling me, do you know what? I did this, I did that, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't get to tuck my kids in at night. Yeah. You know, I wasn't home for bedtime or I wasn't there when they woke up or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I never yeah. got to drop my kids at school. Never got to pick my kids up from school. Yeah. And... I, you know, I'm literally saying to folk, I said to you before we came on, I'm a school run dad. Yeah. And we go, four of us together to school and yep. I drop them off and then I go to work. And that's partly because I've had a lot of folk reminding me and nudging me, don't miss out on this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember one of the guys saying to me, you know, Gary, you're thinking, you know, you want to move out, you know, whatever, if you want to move out, you know, everybody's, everybody, you know, the, the sort of default idea is that you move out, you get a big house, big garden, blah, 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 blah. Um, he's like, look, man, it's a short period of your life. He's like, it's probably 15 years that your kids are really young and want to be with yeah, you all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, like be with them. Yeah. It doesn't matter about, you know, they've got this, they've got that. It's like, they've got you. Yeah. You know, um, it doesn't matter how big, how small, how this, that, the other, it's the, they've got you, yeah. you know? Um, and, uh, but it is a tough balance. It Absolutely. is a tough balance. Yeah, yeah. And especially now with cost of living, um, it's, it's a tough balance, yeah. you know? Uh, it's like we, we in my it. mind, cause I'm saying, so yeah. in my mind, I'm like, actually I've probably reduced my, my hours. And then I'm going, but now we're looking at our finances a bit more. Do I need to do more hours work? Yeah. You know, things like that. I'm actually doing um, a pal. I'd said to Paul from Panther Milk uh, over the summer and whatever, uh, look, man, I'd be well 
happy to work on Panther Milk Truck whenever, you know, just because yeah. I'll have a bit of fun with it and whatever. So as it turns out, that's going to be this weekend. And in my mind, I'm saying to Lee, oh, well, look, I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go and help Paul this uh, this Saturday at Fe uh, Terminal V Festival. I'll not spend any money that Saturday because I'll be working yeah. and uh, I'll earn a bit of money. So it actually is almost like double because yeah. you're not spending plus you're earning a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And also I'm going to have a bunch of fun. You know, it'll yeah, be, yeah, it'll be yeah. good fun to do it. Um, I don't really know what the point of that was, but it's just, again, it's coming back to that sort of finance thing and going, okay, right, I'll do a wee bit of work, but then now I'm going, oh, but that's not me away from the kids. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard balance. Yeah. It's a hard balance to, I mean, to, we're the, to keep. I'm the same. Like, we've got, um, obviously, the, the youngest is in nursery just now, and it's like 1,200 quid a month for full-time nursery. Jesus, like, that's a full-time wage, man. That's, you know what I mean? So, we just, well, yeah. Yeah, they just put the price up as well. So, we've, we, I decided, well, we decided to take the, I'm out one day a week just now, which means I usually take weekends off and spend it with the boys, but... I'm kind of like, right, well, I'll have to work now a weekend day so that I can take him out of nursery one day, which is great because he's turning two on Sunday and we will bond and we'll mm -hmm. start going to cinema and stuff like that together on a Wednesday. Yeah. But they're just like 1,200 quid a month, man, Mate, for nursery. Like, honestly, that's we, we just came out of it and... Uh, Poor Paul, I'm always like, he's just sitting here doing a good job producing our podcast and I'm always like, Paul's sick of hearing this. Paul probably couldn't give a shit. Anyway, a lot of the previous year, I was going on about this this fucking noose around your neck yeah, because, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, it's it for a lot of people, that's like the choice of going to work or not, yeah. you know? And uh, it's, 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 it's hard going, yeah, you know? Yeah. People, again, people who don't have children don't don't really get a big handle on just how expensive it can be you know yeah. um just to provide what is actually needed rather yeah. than the bells and the whistles yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. um so so that is that's hard going um we are fortunate now that isla's gone to school and we've just got theo yeah just in, in in nursery but even that is you know that's that's about 600 quid a yeah, month yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah and uh you're like you know that doesn't just come from nowhere yeah <laughs> you know yeah, um, and I so think yeah. That, yeah, taking about one day a week now and working weekends, and I always said that I didn't want to work weekends again because obviously it's me and them time, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll have time, kind of family time and do mm -hmm. stuff, but it was just it's that way you're looking at it and you're just like, you know what, just if I work a Saturday or a Sunday and I rotate them, that'll have to do just it's now. It's dynamic, man, yeah. it's dynamic. Yeah. Uh, you've got, I think that's the big thing is at the moment, you've just got to be dynamic with it, yeah. you know. Um, I, you know, uh here uh, here's here's a here i will be vulnerable in this moment i said to paul way back you know oh, let me know when the panther milk trucks should be on whatever yeah, 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 right yeah. now in my little fucking fragile ego i know i'm going to go there right and i'm going to go have fun and i'm going to make a wee bit of money yeah i'm not going to earn what i earn doing the normal job yeah, i do yeah, 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 yeah. whatever in my little fragile ego i'm like but what if people see me and they think, oh, Gary must not be doing so well seeing as he's working at Panther yeah, Milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. like, I, I actually know I'm going to go and enjoy myself, but in the back of my mind, I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know, what if people yeah. see me and think I'm pure struggling because yeah, yeah. I'm working well, on the Panther yeah, Milk truck? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I, actually, I can say, fuck that, because I'm going to do it and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to have fun doing it. Yeah. But I'm like, why does my ego need to be like, oh, but what about what about those people that yeah. you couldn't give a fuck about anyway? Yeah. What 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 they what might they think? Yeah. No, you get I, I suppose so I got that a lot. Stupid, like a lot of man. jobs I've done in the past, 
I'd be like, people would ask you where you work, and you just be like, oh, such an, and you just, you wouldn't nail it in because you were quite ashamed of where you were working or whatever. And then I think it's only until now, until I started doing this, like, that I'm actually dead proud of what I do. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's never, it's never been something that I've been all singing, all dancing, all this is what I do. And I've been proud of it with the companies yeah. I've worked for in the past. Mm-hmm. I think now it's, it's kind of like, just got to a point where I, when I enjoy what I do. And yeah. see these people that say, oh, you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. That's absolute bullshit. Like, you just work harder in your, you just work harder yeah. and you, you enjoy it, but you've got more stress than anything, but true. it's, it's, it's what you that's, want to do. Do you no, know what I mean? That's it. I think for me, uh, and I've, I've again mentioned this before is I know that I am too wrapped up in the identity that I've created for myself. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, and that's, that's not a great thing. So this is me doing a wee bit of, of, like I say, because I'm so in, because I'm so obsessed with this um, identity that I think I've created, I am holding back from doing something that I know that I'll really enjoy yeah. going and working at the Panther Milk Truck because I'm invested so much in this persona that I've created, which yeah. is which is bullshit anyway. Um, so as I say, I'm going to go and enjoy it, but I feel empowered. <laughs> I feel like somewhat empowered to be able to just say that out loud, go, do you know what? I have fear of being, I have fear of people that I don't know thinking, oh, what? why is yeah, Gary doing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. When actually it's just something that I want to go and enjoy yeah, doing, enjoy you know, yeah, hanging yeah. out, doing, you know, pouring some shots, having a bit of a laugh, taking yep. some photos for their, their media page. Uh, Paul's a great guy. The brand is really cool. Yep. We're doing a joint venture with Panther Milk, Rebel Rebel, Brothers in Arms. Uh, you know, it's all good. But in my fragile little ego, yep. I'm like, oh, but what happens if somebody that I'm not really that bothered about yeah. thinks something that I'm not really that yeah. bothered yeah, about? Yeah, 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 you know? Absolutely. Um, it says, it tells you, as I say, how fragile my little ego uh, <laughs> really is. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, I, we, we, we've kind of gone around a wee bit, but is there anything that, uh, you know, you were, that, that was in your mind that you, you thought was, was worthwhile making a point of um, that we haven't covered no, already? No, you asked me to come and do this, and it's been a while since you asked me, and we've just kind of, it's been back and forth. Aye. But uh, I think just, obvi- honestly, the, the, the reason I'm doing it is just because of how much help I got from you guys. Like, it was just, obviously, you and I spoke a lot because you come into the shop and stuff like that, but I, I just, and we didn't know each other, but... Like when I was going through that, I thought, right, I'm going to reach out to you and ask you. And like the help I got was just, you know, it was, it, it, it got me to where I am now. Like without it, I wouldn't be here, I don't think. Um, and Nothing, yeah, and when, and when you when you asked me to come on, I just wanted to come on because like, it's not it's not something anybody should be ashamed of to talk about their feelings or their emotions or their mental health or anything like that. And I think we put too much emphasis on it that we shouldn't be talking about it or, or things like that and i just think that we ne- we really need a like i said we, with the blank faces we're there to change people's perceptions of homelessness and 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 that and i think that there needs to be something that changes the perceptions of mental health and changes the perceptions of you know talking just fucking yeah. talk like yeah. open your mouth and talk about it like if people like i in all honesty i could turn around and say right now like the people i opened up to when i was struggling the ones that I thought would be there for me weren't there for me. Uh, and the ones that I didn't think would be there for me that just kind of found out were the ones that stuck by me and now are really good pals with them. So, right. do you know, and I'm just like, it's it, 
it separates the 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 real friends from the kind of you know the the fun pals I suppose and mm -hmm. and uh, yeah yeah and it's just for me it's just yeah it was it was a total eye opener it was something that it strengthened me I suppose but it's always that worry that what if that happens again because but I think for me I've kind of tried to put in steps that I know that I'll never get back to the the point that I got to I'll mm -hmm. get to a point where I know that I'm sad I know that you know that whatever but I'll never get to the the lowest point that I ever got to um yeah i just think we need to, we need to start just opening up as, as people as men and women there's a lot of women out there that don't talk about it as well and it's just like but it's just yeah it'd be nice it's like pure sound like a hippie when i say this you know what i mean like i want people to just see people as people but um i just think that we need to start seeing that especially so now it, like it, it, mental health at an all-time low mm -hmm. like people are yeah. struggling right, like with it you know like you said with the you know with the the, the way the living wage caught with not living wage but the, the just everything that's going on just now um yes man there's so much so much like there's so much to make you think that you are alone yeah out in yep. the ether whatever Where, however you consume information that it's news social media yep. you know on the street at work blah blah blah, blah. it's it, there's so much out there right now to convince you that you that you are going to be fucked or yeah. you are already fucked and so to try how do you how do you protect yourself from that well you talk you be vulnerable yeah, you yeah. talk about the things that you that, that, that you're worried about yeah you share the, your flaws yeah you 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 talk about say you, you talk about when you have have messed up yep. you know um and you know, practice, fucking practice just being nice to people, man. Yeah. Anybody, you know, yeah, yeah. go and find a person that you think is the polar opposite to you or that you wouldn't enjoy or like and try and just be nice to them. Yeah. And see how that goes, man. Yeah. Because I tell you what, that is, that's a pretty powerful drug yeah. right there. To go and be nice to somebody that you don't think you would normally be nice to yeah, or, yeah. or have the time of day for. Yep. You know, go and do that and then see how you yeah. grow. Yeah. You know, um, I'll tell you, yeah, yeah, just do that. Yeah. Um, because it's it's very powerful, you know. Um, no, it is. And I think like everything, like you said, you know, you're surrounded by everything. Like when was the last time you turned on the news and there was something good on it? It was like, you know, everything's fear mongering. It's all about, you know, it's all about all the bad stuff that's happening day on day. And that stuff breaks you down um to a point where you know you especially it, it almost empowers people to be shitheads to each other oh, you know absolutely. It, it's like it's cool if you be shit to other people yeah that's fine you know it, it does it, just, it doesn't matter yeah. it's okay and 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 i tell you what it fucking is not okay nah it absolutely see, isn't see the people that go oh but it's business you can't be nice in business and you like that yeah but see the fact that people think that that's why there's assholes in the world like yeah see if people actually went you know what i'll do you this favor uh, we I reached out to someone the other day to we are we are moving to a new manufacturer um because our price point is kind of the manufacturer we've got just now the price point's gone up with everything we're buying and I'm just like so then I'm having to put the price up for everybody buying it and I'm just like so we found another manufacturer that's again sustainable ethical not organic but that's fine with us like and uh, they're 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 um, kind of there's two kind of governing bodies that, that you have to sign up with to make sure you're sustainable and ethical and i reached out to someone and was like look would you just do me a favor and tell me like how are these two companies decent like you know are they are they good you know yeah. because we're going to move to this company and they are kind of governed by these two companies 
And the, the person turned around and went to me, yeah, like I, I can give you my time for £178 to give you, to let you know if they're good or not. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm only, I'm asking you a yes yeah, or no question. I don't yeah. need, don't need a report. Yeah. I just need you to say, yeah, they're great. And I reached yeah. out to somebody else and she went, ah, they're brilliant. And I'm like, yeah. thank you. Like yeah. literally for, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I, I get that, pe I get that people take the piss out of people and be like, oh, they'll, they'll do it for free. You'll do it. You get that a lot within like, Obviously, the music industry massive, and you get it a lot within the the kind of fashion and, and art industry and stuff like that. But it was a, you know what I mean? It's a question, and I would do anything yeah. for for. Nah, someone. look, man. Honestly, like again, it's like that giving away, and I, and I'll never not do it. I'll never not do it. You know, um, I, I I'm happily again identity. I'm happy to be the guy that people go, Gary. Do you know this person? Or do you know that person? Or can you connect me yeah, with? Yeah. Can you connect me with? Blah blah blah. blah. You know. I'm I'm happy being that person, you yeah. know, um, and and I love like I let like it's like a currency. Yeah. It's absolutely like a currency, you know. When you do something that helps somebody else, yep. when you connect somebody and they make a sale for a few thousand pounds, yep. and they come back to you and go, "That was fucking dynamite! Thank you so much for yeah, that." Yeah, do you know yeah. what? I just got um, commissioned to do a piece for that client that you sent over to me. Yep, do you yep. know what? Can I take you for dinner? Can I buy you? That, yeah, yeah. That's a currency. That is yep. a currency in the world. I guess some people call it karma, whatever. But as you say, like when you're asking a simple question for fuck's sake, you I know, know. Um, it's, it is, it's, it's just, but it, it's also a, another good wee point where we, we do have to stick together. We, again, this was, spoke you know, uh, spoke yeah. about it. It's like, you know, that independent, I, I don't, and I've, I do not spend money in chains around Glasgow. Yeah. I, I I avoid it as much as possible. You'll never find me in Costa. You'll never find me in Starbucks. You'll never find me because there's too many independents. Yeah, there's too yeah, many yeah, fantastic yeah. independents for me to spend my money yep. with. I, in terms of gym wear, I'm probably still buying a lot of brands, you yeah, know, yeah, but, but in terms of what I wear about at the weekend, the only thing that are from a big brand is my trainers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got rabbit jeans. I've got blank faces t-shirts. Yeah. I've got Albany t-shirts. I've got Finiston tops. I've got, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all these independent brands that exist that I want to wear because I can come and talk to you about it. Yeah, yeah. I can come hang out and it's be got like, a story behind this is great. It, though, that's, that's the it. thing. Like, and got, like Finiston clothing, they've got a story behind it, how they that's are, it. you know, you've got us, you've got, you know, you've got smaller oh, sure. brands that you're like, they've, they've got something behind them. Whereas, you know, we get, we get customers and we've got a jacket just now at 250 quid and we've got people in trying it on and they're like, yeah, it's quite nice, but you know, it's kind of like a kind of kimono type thing. And they're like, you know, Nike do one like this. And I'm like, go and buy the one from Nike at like a hundred pound less that a three-year-old child made, you know, yeah, in slave yeah. labor. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly where I was getting made. I know exactly, yeah, you know. That's it. That's it. I've got a track bag. Um, sadly, I had to get a new track bag recently. And people are like, how much for a backpack? Yeah. How much? And I'm like, yeah, they make it in Finiston down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to come and see the person? I actually literally know the girl around yeah. who actually works in the workshop, yeah, designs yeah. the bags, sews them. Yeah, yeah. And if ever this bag goes wrong, I will text Take her it, yeah. and say, can you fix <laughs> yeah. this? You know, and that, like, I'll never need another backpack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, fuck me. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's something that people definitely need to get over as well, isn't it? That whole, oh, yeah. It's a bit expensive. Yeah, because we're we're an independent brand and we're worth paying a bit extra for, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, so that's the one. Yeah, I think that we've gone from why is everybody assholes to let's all stick together and let's all try and build each other up yeah. and 
and and reference each other yeah. and 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 big each other up you know yeah. i uh, i am fortunate enough to never need to advertise my business because if i need to fill my diary i get referrals and i say to folk i've got some spaces in my pt diary looking for one or two clients do you know him i okay i'll speak to this person speak to that person whatever and i get you know and and that's that that's word of mouth and yeah. that's what all independent businesses should always have as an important thing yeah you know just oh, absolutely yeah. being together yeah. um and so that feels <laughs> to revert to type a positive note absolutely. to kind of round up yeah. on um because we couldn't possibly as a men's mental health podcast end on a uh, somber note yeah yeah why not yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible terrible but again that comes back to me and my issues but listen man we as is often the case we could have done three hours Easy. but yeah. um you know 45 50 is where people's um concentration is kind of and yeah, that's yeah. great and uh listen pleasure man absolute pleasure and look uh our relationship and 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 what blank faces does in in tandem and alongside brothers in arms will eventually converge and we will get to do something cool Absolutely, together man yeah. um at some point but as we Sounds know it's good, uh, good. listen thanks man thanks so much cheers. cheers thank you hi folks thanks for listening to our brothers in arms podcast the reason we do the podcast is to normalise the conversation around men's mental health. We have fantastic resources on our website, brothersinarmsscotland.co.uk, which you can access or point any man in need towards. These include our online platform, MenGage, our Brothers in Arms Thrive app, where you can access our free therapy services and much, much more. If what we've talked about on the podcast today has resonated with you and you've enjoyed listening, please follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And remember to share with friends and on social media. Thanks for listening.